Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Weapons 2.0 is not happening, confirmed by Luke Smith in an interview. They're not really focusing on any big changes for weapons right now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on iTunes, watching on iTunes, you can't do that. Watching on YouTube, uh, you can always come in live, uh, twitch.tv slash no to rage. There's a clip below in the description if you want to come in and hang out with us. Greatly appreciate you doing that. Also, hitting like and subscribe helps me out. So, Armor, you know, Armor 2.0 is one of the big selling points, one of the big changes coming with the Shadowkeep DLC. A lot of folks were thinking, oh, are they also going to be doing something with the weapons? Weapons 2.0 is just sort of code name for, you know, are you going to be doing something similar with weapons like you're doing with armor? I know a lot of folks were like, well, they did changes in Forsaken with the weapons. What, what would they call this? We were just using 2.0, you know, both in headlines with Forbes magazine, with Paul Tassi and others, and even in interviews that like a weapons 2.0 system is not really landing anytime soon and uh you know you guys can ask questions that aren't necessarily about this that's okay so first i want to walk through what did luke say i'm just going to pull out a couple of quotations nothing i'm not going to go through the entire interview that he did then then i want to talk about year one weapons because i think that's another question mark everybody kind of has in their mind it's like okay well you don't have to be revamping the entire system and letting us pick our mods and stuff but what about the year one weapons like what are you going to be doing with them and then lastly i want to talk about crafting and elements because people kind of maybe want or don't want crafting in the game as well as like how are elemental guns playing a role with primaries and everything else so first let's just start with what did luke say now i'm pulling this quote from paul tassie's article in forbes so this is a quote just an excerpt from one of the interviews where luke smith said we are looking at weapons overall right now there's a long long probably 2000 word deleted scene from the director's cut that's really looking at things like infusion in weapons and the relationship we want players to think to think of with their weapons in Destiny. We're not working on Weapons 2.0 right now. So even Luke Smith is using the term Weapons 2.0 in this interview. He says it's the type of thing where we we could bet on it right now, but what we are really looking at is how we are going to continue to grow build crafting, so they're calling it build crafting, and that's the frontier we're exploring right now. I can imagine at some point taking a long, uh, taking a look at weapons down the road, but I think that's pretty far down the road so they're not doing anything with it right now and you can kind of even sense in the way that he's talking about it he's thinking bigger picture here not just sort of like tacking on the 2.0 system to weapons but infusion was even mentioned the fact that he mentions infusion means that they're thinking more broadly about how weapons in the game what's their role how do they land your relationship with your weapon like that's probably touching on the fact I like that he mentions both relationship and infusion there because that's touching on the fact that we tend to take our weapons with us for a really really long time you love it you get a great role and it kind of becomes your favorite weapon and you use it for a really 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 long time and infusion and relationship language I think is kind of touching on that at that point because that's something I think that poses a problem with the archetypes with perks with adding new power with adding new weapons that we care about our relationship to the gun and infusion are playing a part there. So I think that's one of the reasons he mentioned that, especially with the Armor 2.0 system, if it suddenly came to weapons, it wouldn't take you long to kind of get the best of every archetype, and then what are they going to add in the future to kind of make you chase new stuff and, and pursue new things. But one of the big question marks I think a lot of people are going to have right now is when they hear this is you're adding new light, which is year one that is for free. You're making all earnable armor drop with 2.0, including Leviathan, Escalation Protocol, and so forth. What are you going to be doing with all those old loot pools? The NPCs, the planets themselves, like they have guns that drop. These activities have guns that drop. So let's talk about year one weapons. 
That's the big question that I have at this point. I accept Luke's answer. I don't think they wanted to make big, giant, sweeping changes to the weapon system right now. Armor 2.0 has got to land. They got to see how it works. As they're calling it, build crafting. How much of an impact do you want the player to have on their build and their loadout and their perks? You know, especially with being able to select them, right? You're building your 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 crafting to a certain degree. How much of an impact do we want that to have? How much of an impact do they want that they have on the weapons? Like, I don't think they should have made big, giant, sweeping changes right now. So I accept that that answer. But my question is, how long are year one weapons going to be stuck? It doesn't, like, they, they feel like they're sort of just stuck in time, and they're really there a lot, and their presence kind of invalidates a lot of the old content sort of by default. I don't even think you need to replenish and revisit and recycle reskin whatever old activities if we're going back for the armor because we think it looks dope it's going to be kind of strange i think to have some of those weapons dropping static there's also new light players in the mix and we've talked about this a lot new light players going and playing old content getting armor 2.0 armor pieces randomly rolled weapons as well as static rolled weapons I, i think there's a there's a layer of dissonance there that maybe they're not ready to address but i do think that is a foundational thing that needs to be adjusted first before they make any sweeping changes if you're going to make sweeping changes to the weapon system i believe this is a there are cracks in this foundation that need patched up and fixed before they move on to making big giant changes to investment in the gear perks mods whatever systems they're trying to update it'd be a shame i think to leave all these year one weapons just sort of lost in time they're stuck in old content and they affect the relevancy of that content if i'm you know looking at it right now i'm really hoping that they start bringing back some each season maybe in shadow keep a couple of weapons trickle over maybe ep maybe leviathan i don't know just a couple maybe a few weapon pools kind of come over and get converted to random rolls and the mod system because if we're running leviathan or ep for those dope armor sets it's kind of a bummer to have those weapons dropping static they're they're literally worthless to you uh, and even if they drop fully masterwork, it's like two masterwork cores. So it's it's a bit of a bummer to have that kind of hanging in that old content, sort of making it matter very, very little to us in the grand scheme of everything that we are chasing. Old content being refreshed for free, I think, would really bolster a lot of the seasons. I've continued to say that if every season there's the free track and the $10 track, like you get the new activity, you get the new pool, and you get that premium track on the, on the battle pass, season pass thing, then the free track could be one activity, one loot pool, gets repurposed and refreshed. So there's definitely free stuff and paid stuff going on. I, I don't know if they have the bandwidth to do that. But part of me thinks that if you have to choose between creating new encounters and new bosses and all this new loot pools, that seems like it would take more time than saying, hey, we made a few changes to the Escalation Protocol bosses, the weapons now drop randomly rolled. Like, I, I don't know, that, that doesn't seem to me, I know, I know they said it takes testing, and I, I, I accept that, but that seems to be like a lower level of demand of work uh, compared to creating brand new things, and I feel like it could really bolster the seasons. Lastly, let's talk about crafting and elements. First, I want to talk about crafting, okay? Weapons 2.0 can't really come to Destiny in the same way it had lands on the armor. The 2.0 idea that you're just going for random stats and then you're plugging in the perks that you want. 
I don't think that works with this weapon system, and I don't know if they're going to overhaul the weapon system to work in that regard. It'd be kind of strange to be getting like a Ostringer dropping from Menagerie with random stats. I don't know how how much the stats could fluctuate within an archetype. I mean, that would be kind of weird impact all over the place, reload all over the place. I don't think that works. The identity of an archetype of a weapon is tied to the frame is it a precision frame and then it's tied to fire rate reload and impact like those three things are sort of the the intrinsic parts of the identity of the weapon so they couldn't be like oh no the stats are random and then you can just plug in whatever perks you want also i tend to think from you know somebody who's been playing the game since it came out Chasing god rolls and having random rolls on weapons is a giant value point that has been really undervalued and you can see its presence and its staying power in things like the Ada bounties and in the menagerie and in the things that frustrated people with the reckoning and and why people really really want to drop rates messed with because it was so unrewarding. I don't think you want to erode that by just letting us craft our own guns. I think that would be a mistake and I think Luke Smith is good to say we're really holding off here. We don't really know what we want to do with this just yet. Infusion and your relationship to the gun. You know, if in one season you can grind and make a god roll in every archetype, what guns are you going to use next season? Armor's going to have that problem in future seasons. Why am I going to really care about new armor sets? It's just cosmetic. Weapons could run into the exact same thing. That weapon ship could run aground and get stuck because you've made some of the best weapons and how do you make a better hand cannon, right? Once you have one of the best. Now, also, I think the role of elements needs to be addressed here. If they're going to really take a hard look at the weapon system, I am still going to plug away with this. I might even do a video really calling on Bungie and Luke Smith to really think long and hard about going back to primary, secondary, and heavy because if we had true primary, elemental primaries, if suddenly my Warden's Law had Arc on it, you could inject it with twice as many perks because you could add a whole new perk table that is element in theme with chain lightning and all these different effects that could happen and I think that gives them more freedom the guns would feel more futuristic the power representation of the weapon could drift away from always being rampage outlaw or feeding frenzy rampage or you know outlaw kill clip those combinations are great those are addressing base stats of how fast can I reload and how much damage can I do damage output and efficiency on weapons could be significantly adjusted with elements and I think when you go to a primary secondary and heavy system there is a simplistic beauty there that enables them to do that with the primary weapons as well as really lean into how do we make fusions better snipers better you know trace rifles etc well if they're all in the same lane as shotguns everything can kind of give their be given a ceiling of efficiency that they have to aspire to because they're all in the secondary category I know people like running double primary double double secondary maybe they could still let you do that but I really think that's where they need to take the weapon system I know they think it's going backwards but I really don't think it's going backwards I don't think we've really ascended to where the weapon system needs to go so seasonal content could be made stronger by replenishing old old loot pools old activities year one weapons could slowly trickle over once they're done trickling all those weapons over they can start to make significant changes to the weapon system it's a bummer they're not doing anything significant in shadow keep hopefully a lot of the new weapons and the new content are really exciting and at least maybe we get some new perks as always q a is about to follow if you're watching or listening in all the other locations please like share and subscribe
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about how Weapons 2.0 is not happening, or at least not happening anytime soon in the way that we think. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. There's a link below if you want to click on that and come hang out with us. If not, hit and like and subscribe and follow in. The cast and the channel is a helping way uh, to what I do. So I'm going to jump right into the questions. Uh, Mixeragi said, met you at Guardian Con and made a video with me saying hi to Thumbo. I remember that. Thank you so much. First question is coming in from Gonzo. With Weapon 2.0 not happening, do you think they will get rid of the drop rate entirely for 1.0 weapons? That is a really interesting question that I hadn't considered. I don't think that they would do that because how weird would that be? You're going to run Escalation Protocol or old raids and they won't drop any guns? I don't know if they would do that I don't know I'm thinking no I think this is the lowest likelihood of anything that they're going to do I think the most likely thing they will do there's two things they'll do nothing with the old weapons or they'll slowly trickle a couple of them over at a ground level I think they got to bring them over and say look we need random rolls and mod slots on all these weapons They're they're freaking everywhere and I think they could maybe slowly trickle them over uh, R. Tyler Lynn. Hey, Lynn, I wasn't here for the talk. Uh, sorry if I missed this answer. If you were to create a Weapons 2.0, how would you change things to improve on what we have? First and foremost, I would look at the perks and create an entirely new perk structure. We need better perks and we need new perks. And I think elemental perks would be a really, really big win. Second, the second thing I would do on top of that is I would make perks upgradable. So Dragonfly Explosion would get bigger. Tier I would think every perk could have three tiers. Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3. The more you use the weapon and invest in it, the stronger those perks get. The faster the reload gets. The more impact, stability, and range, and blah, blah 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 if each individual perk has its own sort of leveling up mechanic and you see that impacting the stat bars i think that would be a really good way to kickstart this idea that there's different perks and different perk combinations there's new perks there's more elemental perks and then on on top of that you're making those perks more you know stronger things like one two punch and other things would then last longer you're leveling up the perk to tier one tier two tier three you're creating a grind within the weapon itself, right? Um, basically, catalyst for legendary weapons. No, the individual perks you would be leveling up tier one, tier two, tier three by doing certain things, by investing materials in them. Okay, that's that's ground level. That's what I would do. You're still hunting for god rolls, but once you get a god roll, it's not it's not really completed yet. You got to spend some time in it. The second thing I would do is once a gun is completely capstoned. As in, your perks have been leveled up to tier 3. Then, I would say, that unlocks mods for those particular lanes. So, I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine looking at my Warden's Law. If I take Feeding Frenzy to tier 3 Feeding Frenzy, that unlocks a mod slot for this lane. And there are mods that are specific for this lane or something. I don't know what you would... I don't know what those mods would be. Maybe chance to overload the mag when reloaded. Chance to reload the mag with explosive rounds. Something like that. Like, so some mod would be here for reload. And then there would be some mod down here for rampage. Some mod here in this lane, right? Because then you would have three mods, three lanes, three perks. You're leveling up the perks, and then you're capstoning the perk with the mod. 
that's what I would do to the system because you're adding a staggered you're it's staggered at that point number one from a ground level there's a litany of new perks new elemental perks and all these different perk combinations that could be quote unquote god roll then when leveled up to tier three those perks get significantly stronger or better and then you capstone those perks with different types of mods that make the gun it's complete at that point now as Luke Smith said they're thinking about infusion and like your relationship to the gun there's a danger here in what I'm outlining because if you could make the absolute best warden's law doing what I just talked about you would then have a really hard time putting it down so that's why they would always need to come up with new perks, new elemental perks, new synergies and new stuff that the old stuff can't get. Isn't that a crafting system in a way? Right, they're clearly going in a direction of build crafting understand what I'm doing I am maintaining the identity of Destiny by having lots of perks, interesting perks, and perk synergy that you're pursuing on the gun. You're pursuing a god roll. That's step one. I'm not removing that grind. I'm adding another grind and another element of customization and investment after the fact. So... I'm kind of giving people what they want if they want that investment and that customization, but I'm not using that to erode a really good value point of Destiny, which is pursuing a god roll weapon. I'm feeding both types of players and sentimentalities, like a player that really loves to chase a god roll and a player that really wants to invest and customize their gun. Both players would enjoy this system. And it would add a significant amount of depth, customization, and variety that I think would give Bungie more room. Because if you think about the possible roles and versions of a Warden's Law, suddenly gets really, really broad. You're like, oh my gosh, there are so many different versions of a Warden's Law now. Not only with with respect to perk combinations, but leveling up the perks and capstoning the perks with the mod. Holy frick. Now, hang with me here. The reason Bungie would want to do a system like that is... It would then be justifiable to not be increasing the guns every season so quantitatively. You wouldn't get so upset about the fact that like, well, this season's only really adding one hand cannon, one pulse, one auto rifle, one scout, blah, 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 blah. It wouldn't matter. Why? Because that gun would have just an absolute reservoir of possibilities for perk combinations and rolls. And then on top of that, your own customization and capstones. So it would enable Bungie to take single items and create more depth within that single item. So quantitatively, they're not like showering us with loot. Like, here's a, here's 10 new hand cannons. It would literally be no. Here's a new hand cannon with a bunch of different stuff and a bunch of different possibilities. That also allows them to like six months from now say, how are we going to innovate? Well, they're not constantly... They're not constantly having to, like, re reuse old perks and reuse old archetypes. It'd be like, no, here's another, here's another 180, 140, whatever, but these are a bunch of new perks and new things that we've added to them. And again, I'm bolstering that system by saying, lean into elemental primaries and elemental perks. There's so much more to be done with arc effects, void effects, solar effects, explosive effects. 
that there's so much more to be done there with with unique perks with with burn bleed uh suppression blind uh telemetry effects that like pull everybody in like uh, like i'm sorry like a singular singularity there's so much that they could do with the elements in the game that you wouldn't necessarily say oh the god roll on this auto rifle is miles better than my hand cannon no it's a good weapon it gets the job done and it's really really fun and unique and here's my version of it um so and look I just kind of came up with that off the top of my head I had never really thought about it but the more I think about the more I think about random rolls I don't want random rolls to go away but the more I think about like build crafting in armor 2.0 the more I think you've got to be able to say base level feeding frenzy tier 1 isn't that great base level rampage base level flared magwell isn't that great right you see how the bars move when I do this the bar should move a little bit more whenever I level this up. So you can see, like, you can see right now how much green it adds to reload. Take that block of green and slice it into three pieces and you get a piece of that every time. It's the, it's the semblance and the perception of investment in the gun, even if the end result is tier three flared magwell is just like normal flared magwell. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. Do we really need uh, weapons 2.0? We need something, homie. Are, do, a year from now, do you want to just? Are you just want to keep chasing reload and damage perks? Is that? Are you good with that? Are you good with that? I'm not good with that. I don't think most people are good with that. I don't know. I think a lot needs to happen with the weapons. Way more than what we're presently doing. And listen, they did a huge, huge, giant change in Forsaken. And now it's time for another one. It's like, okay, cool. It's time for another 100-yard play here. You got to do something more significant with this weapon system. Because it just, it, it's, it's, it's running out of gas. Like, it's like there's only so much you can really do with what they're doing. Yeah, Tier 3 Desperado, you know. Are you suggesting that the base perks be worse than what we have now? That would suck. No, it wouldn't. Nope. Because the potential is higher. The potential is higher. Imagine if I gave you a car and that car was slower and not as shiny as the current car that you're driving, but I could show you a picture and say in a month, it's going to look like this and it's going to be way faster and way better than the current car you have. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Do you see what I'm saying? You're getting a frame to build upon that at its core might be a little less satisfying than your, than your, your God roll Ostringer but the destination the carrot has to justify the journey right you would need to know like oh this is going to be really 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 good actually you're describing d1 exotic primaries no i'm not no i'm not there were plenty of d1 primaries that were not exotic that did things like really big explosions from firefly there were plenty of primaries that had explosive rounds and other things that that made them really viable and sure there was like a zalo that did chain lightning you could do low level chain lightning it doesn't have to be as good as the zalo but i'm talking about low level elemental perks for customization putting a burn on the enemy putting some burn on the ground something like that like it doesn't need to be like mind-blowing it just needs to be cool and effective that's not that hard to do Ravshock, what would weapons 2.0 be like considering that they intended for weapons was to diversify your setup would weapons 2.0 be a greater extension of that diversity like 
about to increase reload speed or traits of a gun. I mean, I just outlined a pretty, I think what I would be pretty, pretty well-orbed system that I think would land two really important value points. Loot pursuit with random rolls and investment in the item. I think those two things need to start to show up in the game right now. And that's what they're doing with Armor 2.0. There will be loot pursuit. There will be loot pursuit in Armor 2.0. You will be pursuing really, really good stats, especially if the right stats can roll 100 intellect or 100 discipline without any mods. That's significant, okay? So... I, I think that those things those things need to be in place. Those two things. Who called for static rolls? I have no idea. Dark Prophet with three months and Baker's Coco with 28 months. Welcome back. I have no idea. The only thing I could think about static rolls is that there was a lot of feedback in the early in the early stages. <laughs> there was a lot of feedback in the early stages of Destiny where people hated waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for a god roll. Um so somebody would get a god roll and be tearing it up in the crucible with luck in the chamber or rifled barrel on their on their their map door um and so a lot of the community really railed against the idea that like i have to level myself with gear i hate this and i don't like having to wait for a really good version of the gun my guns are junk this is what happened anytime the community voiced an opinion about something that was sort of like a if we bristled at anything Bungie basically said let's smooth that edge let's smooth that off and what they said at the first community summit I heard this from Clintus he said that they went to every rough edge and they just really rounded it off and smoothed it and he said it was like a baseball with no threads on it you just you took all you took all of the rough edges off there was there's it's nothing like a baseball you can't do all the things with the baseball if there are no threads on it you can't throw it you can't do curveballs and sliders and everything else like you can't do that and so they they smoothed off too many of the edges and that's one of the edges they smoothed off was random rolls i don't think i, I to this day it it just absolutely blows my mind that they thought that was a good call I don't know who pulled that trigger, but they were... I, I don't know what planet they were on, but they weren't here. Because I know people bristled at it, but it's like... You want people to grind, you want to extend gameplay, and you shot your best engine of, of pushing that. Random rolls. You're like, well, we want people to play long periods of time and really commit and really play, you know, week in, week out. And you're like, what's this engine over here? Oh, that's random rolls. It's really good. It really, we really get a lot of life out of this. People really engage in content for long periods of time. Uh, did you watch the Grasp of Malak farm and the, the Imago Loop farms? Yeah, you know, Triple Wreck went forever for a Grasp. And that idiot Sanita Rage went forever for an Imago Loop. Those guys are knuckleheads. But man, oh man, you get a lot of life out of this engine. And like somebody in charge was like, oh, really? Boom! And just blew it up. I'm like, oops, sorry. Yeah, let's just move on. It's just, I still to this day don't know... I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But somebody pulled that trigger and just completely obliterated a giant motivator to keep playing. Um, so I remember when they uh, when Giggs tweeted that they added random rolls and he said, "I got X gun with a crap roll." Right, and he said, and he said something to the effect of like, "I don't know how. I don't know how to express how happy it is that I get to say that." He was thrilled that he could say, "I got a bad roll." You know, there is, ah, there's a magic spell that happens there. It's like voodoo. 
It's like voodoo. It's like, here's something that's not very good. You're like, thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I can go again and try to get a better one. It's like, wait, what? How did you do that? How did you do that to that person? You gave him something bad. Oh, yeah. Watch this. (laughs) Watch this, Charlie. Yep. The little rat. He's going to run in the maze again. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Give another moldy piece of cheese. Yeah. He keeps thinking we're going to give him a better piece. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's running like 80 times. It's unbelievable. He just keeps running it. I don't understand. It's like some kind of voodoo. It works, man. It works. You're just like, I, I'm going to get a better one. I can get a better one. This one's almost there. This is close to the one that I want. Like, this is a good roll. This is a god roll. Like, it's some kind of weird voodoo, and it works. You know? They weren't thinkers about PvE. They were trying to turn the Crucible into an eSport. All the advocates for fixed rolls were PvP guys. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a really, really good thread of the conversation that I've left out up to this point. That's good feedback, Kelly is that they really were trying to build an eSport and they didn't succeed. They didn't succeed. Map design, showing supers in the scoreboard at the top in the middle, the UI, the thematic look of the UI, the map design, the double primary, the static rolls, the 4v4. It just was like this... I, it was a swing and a miss at becoming an eSport. I mean, a giant swing and a miss and I can imagine there's gotta be people at Bungie that were sitting on the sidelines being like this isn't going to work and you have hurt a lot of great aspects of the game and they were probably sitting on the sidelines waiting and waiting and then finally somebody said alright fine bring back random rolls they were like oh good and they got to like bring back that side you know that side of, of of destiny I think that's why they had to restructure and people left I think there was probably some significant tension in the in the company about like we took the game in the wrong direction and you were on team bad direction and we can't really have synergy in this department because you're still clinging to some of that. I really feel like a lot of the development staff that left were some of the people that were really like probably the 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 champions of some of the systems that we grew to absolutely hate and I'm not blaming them I just think they missed the mark and they had to go and I'm really really I'm really really hoping that the more and more we get content and the more and more things change with armor 2.0 and with all these systems that all those departments can have a very very unified vision to really bring the game forward uh, because they clearly had a humongous split of identity and philosophy in the in the commu- in the company leading to D2 and beyond. So the same reason sports teams fire assistant coaches when they fire the head coach. Yeah, it's just like you know, it just doesn't it's it's not personal. It's just a, it's just you have to do that for the sake of the teams. Uh Mikel or McQuell Without any changes to gun perks or systems, does this elude that there won't be a heavy gun loot chase in Shadowkeep? No, I don't think so. We're going to be crafting guns with Eris Morn. There's four. There's four guns that look like I know they look like reskins from the the Osiris Forge, but they look cool. Um, and then there's the Nightmare Hunt, and then there's uh, there's guns you're making with Eris Morn, and I'm sure there's going to be guns that drop just on the moon, kind of like how you get guns whenever you're like on the Tangled Shore. Uh, all those red ones. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it sounds like there's going to be some pretty good loot pools. Some pretty good loot pools. And that's why everything I said a little bit ago about the weapon system and how they could give us a decent loot pool every time that has lots of depth, 
you wouldn't bristle at like, oh, Vex Offensive only has four guns. You wouldn't bristle at that. You wouldn't. You'd be like, you know what? There's a really, really good potential role on that hand cannon. I know there's only four, you know, and the cool thing would be was you could get that god roll on the hand cannon and instead of spending a bunch of time investing in it, you could set your sights on the next gun. And here's why that system would be so good. You get you get your god roll hand cannon and you're not done, right? But then you're like, well the Vex offensive's gonna gonna it's gonna go away, I gotta keep going. And then you get your god roll shotgun, and then you get your god roll fusion. And then everyone's like, well, what are you going to do if you get everything that you want? We're not done yet. In the lull, in the lull of the content, you would have all these god rolls to invest in and capstone and, and like put materials into and raise up to really, really be like, yes, this is the absolute best version of the gun. And now you go into the end game. Now you go into the raids. Now you go into the harder difficulties. It would add a really, really good trajectory and sort of a natural elongation of the content as well as you know get ready for next season you know <laughs> get ready for next season Mick Cheshire do you think Bungie's hesitation towards adding random roles to pass weapons besides the development cost has to do with reintroducing them uh, in more interesting ways similarly to Curse of Osiris Forge weapons I think it's I think it's development time as well as I, I'm going to keep coming back to this I said this in my vendor my vendor video you know, no vendor updates video. Um, I think that they they don't want to muddy the waters. Here, buy Shadowkeep, and then it's just full of reskinned weapons from year one, or like re-rolled weapons from year one. That would get kind of like confusing. If they bring over a couple of weapons, I don't think anybody's going to say anything. But if they did this big, if they did this big, like, oh yeah, everything's been updated. People are like, well, what am I paying for? I thought I was paying for new content. People are already griping about the fact that we're going back to the moon. Why would I pay for that? Like, I just, it would be, it would, it, that criticism would probably increase if they, if they did that. I think it's, it's those two things, development time, and it would muddy the waters because a lot of that content's already in the game. Those guns are already in the game. JD Gamer. Hey, Lono, do you think we could see raid mods coming for the new set of raid gear for the new raid? Like the way Leviathan is, we, there's already been pictures of this. There are new raid mods coming wordy i really don't want to go back to d1 levels of weapon progression but how can bungie reintroduce individual weapon progression without going back to the useless grind i think my system outlined it pretty well it would be a good combination of go for the god roll the perks would still be fine but they could get better and in the in the d1 version it was like you literally couldn't even get outlaw or whatever to proc until you spent all the resources in my system, the gun would work right away, all the perks would work right away, and you're making them better with time and investment. And so it would be a big, a nice big hybrid of all the existing things that we've, we did like. Listen, people liked investing in their guns in D1. Luke Smith said that. And this would be a better way of doing it. You would make those people happy, but you wouldn't frustrate the people that are like, dude, I want to try the gun out of the box. What the frick? Like, let me try the perk combination and see if it's any good. Surge 606. Lono, could they do the year one weapons like they're doing crucible maps? Take some out and rework them instead of doing them one at a time? Yeah, I mean, I said that in my video. They could slowly trickle them back in instead of all at once. Wordy. Since updated year one weapons take up data when updated, would it be worth it to delete all year one weapons from the game and just replace them with year two versions? What would they do to the utility of the collections? What would they do to trials weapons? I don't know any of the answers to these questions, homie. I really don't. I... I 
if they have to get rid of them and then you can't pull them from collections I think people would get mad because they'd be like, wait, you know, you told us that we would be able to always have these weapons and blah, blah, blah. Um, I honestly don't know. That's possibly another threat and another reason why they just, they haven't done anything with those weapons because there's too many and they don't want to take them away from people. Like you've got to be able to put them out of the collection static. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. I would replace the weapon and this is, this may be complicated, but let's just imagine they go to the old fashioned and they say okay so this weapon is now gonna drop random rolled and it's gonna have a mod slot okay and if you want to pull it from collections you can but it'll pull from collections with this roll and then it would have like the mod slot down here so they would maintain the fact that you could pull this weapon from collections uh, and maintain the year one version. Now people might be like, well, what about that last perk? I mean, I don't know if they could just, they would, maybe they would just have to throw one on there or something and say, okay, yeah, we're going to throw that on. You have to up, you have to update every single guns like collection roll, right? But then this version of the old fashioned is no longer in the game. It's gone. It's deleted for, for the sake of like the database. And then the, the new old fashioned is dropping random rolled in the world and if for some reason you're like oh I really want to pull the old fashioned from collections because I, I, I don't have one yet and I'd like to have the original roll for whatever the frick reason you could pull this from collections it would almost be like you could you wouldn't even call it a curated roll you would call it like a of a, a, a memory roll or a veteran roll or something um, something like that because that, that would that would solve the problem that you're hinting at that like okay if you suddenly doubled like all of a sudden there's two old fashions in the game and two Lincoln Greens and two Duty Bounds and two DFAs that's a lot that you're, you're doubling the, the the arsenal in the game and why well we gotta keep the static rolls in collections for people cause we assured them they could delete their stuff cause they could always pull it from collections and we can't really go back on that so uh, Parasito. At some point in year one, all weapon elements were converted to static drops. Does the fact that this was done have any effect on the conversation? I understand adding uh, adding is harder because of balance, but I'd imagine there are a few safe rolls that could be a blanket applied. Right, like, again, I don't know why they can't just do it. Like, they can't just say, okay, are there any other hand cannons in the game that are this frame and this archetype? Yeah, okay. Just pull the loot, pull the perk pool from that gun and put it over here. Are the base stats on the old-fashioned or some guns just too absurd to do that? Like, all of a sudden, accurized rounds and range masterwork lands on it, and it's just got absurd range? Maybe. I don't know. Then they would have to tweak those guns individually. Here's my thought, okay? (laughs) Here's my thought. If, you know, if you went to, let's just say the old-fashioned, because of how much range it has, its its base range is really, really good. It already has accurized rounds. But suddenly it can roll with range masterwork and then something else over here that takes its range up beyond what's considered reasonable for a 140 or something. And then that kind of breaks the crucible. My honest opinion on that is just freaking go for it. Like, 
you're constantly making strong stuff and nerfing it anyway so it's like i you know what i'm saying just go for it if the if the if the crucible becomes the wild wild west and people are grinding the game and playing in high numbers and they're going for god rolls on whatever handful of weapons get get sort of rise to the surface as being broken because of random rolls like just freaking do it like people are going to be playing anyway so when Dylan says, yeah, it requires a lot of testing before we can just add random rolls, I'm like, then don't test them. Just th- just take the, the, another weapon of the same archetype, copy-paste the perk pools, and just update it. Now, people might be saying, Lono, it's not that easy. You're not just copying and pasting a Word document. I know, but if, if the main hurdle... Okay, if Dylan's if Dylan's comment is is the accurate representation of what's going on, if the main hurdle is we would have to do basic like testing of all those weapons and potential roles because it would be bad for the crucible. If that's your main hurdle, then just then just run through that hurdle. Who gives a frick? It, you, there's already guns in crucible that are absurd anyway, and if. Like and and again, the number of people that are going to get a god roll weapon where the perks land on the base stats in a way that's bad for Crucible, it wouldn't it wouldn't become this giant terrible problem. How many people are going to be running around with a god rolled old fashioned because oh dude, the range drop off on this gun is disgusting because the base range was designed for static rolls and now if you get it with accurized rounds and a range masterwork and the rights in the right sight on it, oh whoa 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 whoa. Dude, come on, man. How many people are even going to get that role? It would take a long time. So, now again, it could just be basic development time and development demands, and that's fine. But if, if, if the, again, if their, main, if their main pushback is it would require a lot of testing and could cause problems in the Crucible, I'm just going to kind of go, yeah, but you could just do it. <laughs> you could just do it. Um... I think the main hurdle for this was in Luke's recent interview. He mentioned that every weapon is hard tuned. Right. And so that, you know, it could be, it could be like way more complicated than I'm making it. It's just, it's really hard. It's really, really hard for me to believe that a five-year-old franchise that's a loot based shooter, that they don't have the bandwidth and the time to spend, I don't know, a day and go in and say, Let's rebuild the old fashioned to have random rolls. How how long how long is that gonna take? You know? How how long? <laughs> how long, Bungie? Come on. You've had a lot of days, you've had a lot of time. The weapon team's probably working on stuff in Shadow Keep, so that's fine, but there's gotta be somebody somewhere, a team somewhere that could start slowly combing over those weapons and getting them ready in the hopper for the hey, all these weapons now roll random. I just I don't know. It's really hard to believe that a a, a loot pursuit first person shooter like they can't they can't do that. They can't go into each individual weapon and tune them to work with random roles like you don't have time for that you don't have that kind of time you know I, the guns already exist I'm not asking you to build a raid every other month you know Lono really wants his old fashioned listen that's what it's about you know I, this is about me and what I want and getting a random rolled old fashioned and a random rolled Lincoln green like come on <laughs> uh, 
Momroy says, do you think we will ever adjust weapon bounties in the forge so we can just farm the alternate year one guns instead of only getting them as random drops? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how if they're going to start to give us more Ada style stuff or not. I would love it if they did. x Mank. Should Bungie make more weapons viable and effective in the Crucible other than having three dominating weapons and having everyone use them? Having three dominating hand cannons oversaturates the economy, makes it seem like you only need to grind those weapons to succeed. Yeah, welcome to Destiny's Crucible. It's been like that for five years. There's no way to fix it. Weapons will always rise to the top that are the best, and people will pursue getting them and use them. That's that's Destiny Crucible for the last half of a decade. Uh, here, KR. What loophole of weapons and vendor would you uh, rather come up first? Devrim K, because I want the old-fashioned and the Lincoln Green and Hawthorne Shotgun. You don't like the Lincoln Green? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. After that, uh, Anna Bray, because I think her armor set's awesome, and all of those Braytech weapons are cool. The Winter Wolf, you know, and all those, that, that auto rifle and stuff, those were some cool weapons. Evil the Waffler. I agree with you on the weapon crafting, but if they put that into the game, would you accept it if they left loot behind and didn't let you infuse them? I mean, dude, I've been asking them to leave loot behind for, you know, for a while now, since Forsaken. Um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of benefit to leaving loot behind. El Pinto Loco. You think this time they will give us more reasons to play the dungeon? I remember the biggest complaint about Shattered Throne was the absence of a loot pool. Well, no loot pool and then RNG on the items you need for the title, so like it just didn't work. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they, they took that under advisement. McCheshire. Do you think weapons should contain more variables in order to produce a great role, uh, potentially entering a more Borderlands procedural system? Here's the thing. I didn't say this either, and I should have said this because, you know, when you guys were trying to get clips of me outlining my weapon system idea. Do you know what else my weapon system idea feeds? Because there's so many perks and so many perk combination possibilities. Do you know what you can do in a system like that? You can be super, super generous. And that's great for everyone. That's great for casuals. That's great for hardcore players. That's great for your dopamine levels of the players that are playing and getting that little like that little dopamine hit of a gun dropping. You are completely justified to be like, yeah, you're getting a gun basically every time you run this activity. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, intentional grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. You're going to get that hand cannon, you know, every 10 minutes. Yep. Yep. Because the chances of you getting the god roll are now even more diminished than ever before because there's a lot more perks in the perk pool. So have fun. It 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 bolsters it bolsters so many important things. It bolsters longevity of the content, it bolsters engagement, it bolsters your ability to be really, really generous because you can just drop tons of things, you know? Um and it bolsters the the, the long term investment because once they have the god roll, then they can really, really invest in it. Multiplicatively, yeah, I can say that now. Uh-huh. I can say multiplicatively now. Uh, do we know exactly when the new dungeon's releasing? No, we never know that sort of thing. Parasito. Weapon crafting is a phrase being thrown around a lot. Does this mean getting parts, barrel grip, sight, as drops, allowing opportunities for a 10% unique, 100% unique gun? Or are you imagining more like Armor 2.0 system, predefined parameters? Well, that's why Luke called it build crafting. Because build crafting is more like... It's kind of like taking pre-existing pieces and then building on top of them. You know, it you're 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 build crafting. You're not crafting from the ground up. It's it's oh here's a build. Here's a thing. Uh, well, I think when he says build crafting too, he's also talking about your build and your loadout. I think. In any case, 
yeah i don't think you're i don't think people people that want if you want to be able to like build your own gun you know barrel grip sight mag all of it that's just i don't think that belongs in destiny uh keltech do you think at a minimum bungie should have made uh time to make weapon mods permanent unlocks um we don't even know i mean we don't know if that's going to be like hey we we couldn't do a lot with the weapon system but at least this is something we're going to do at the very least let me put a mod into a weapon and then take it back out again um so i oh i want that mod and the only way to get it back out is to delete the gun like that's stupid too i mean at, at, at the very least they could update that 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 quality of life update would be enough to help some people think like okay so this gun i slapped in the firefly you know spec mod and i uh i'm, I'm gonna pull that out because i'm gonna use it somewhere else but i don't want to have to delete that gun in order to do so Bumble 17, should Nightfall weapons be moved into the strike playlist and replaced in the Nightfalls with new guns? Uh, I know people who grind in Nightfalls will complain, but is it necessary evil to keep both content relevant? Um, you know, I don't know. If they were going to revisit a couple of guns to get random rolls, they could start with the Duty Bound and the DFA. Uh, you know, they could start there. But I don't know if you want to take the Warden's Law and throw it into the Strike playlist. When would it drop? Just any time? I don't like that. But my idea gets you your your request. If they suddenly said, hey, the, uh, the Warden's Law is Ark now, and there's a bunch of new perks that can make it really strong with Ark, you know, Ark perks. There was like an Ark Firefly or something. Ark blind, Blinding Fly or something. I don't know. So... I, I would think, you know, I would think that that would be a way to suddenly make Warden's Law more interesting without changing the gun or taking it out of the Warden of Nothing Nightfall. So, do you still believe we'll hear something about weapons here near Borderlands launch? I mean, my prediction's coming true, but not in the way that I made it. So I have to be honest and not put a feather in my cap for this one. I said that the TWAV right before Borderlands launch would address weapons, and I was right. That's what we're getting tonight. But it's not going to be some big update. It's just going to be like, we're making the Graviton stronger. It's going to be stuff like that. It isn't going to be huge. Parasito. At what point should guns be completely removed from the game? In an interview, Luke mentioned game size and the sheer amount of weapons take up a lot of space, audio textures, models. Uh, Could removal be a segue into a modular crafting system? I don't think we're ever going to go to a crafting system. I really don't want that in Destiny. That's something from other games. And the reason crafting works in other games is because they are built from the ground up for crafting. They deliver so many pieces and parts and different things to you. And Destiny has never functioned in that way. You're talking about gutting the core identity of Destiny. And I'm not being hyperbolic and overstating that. If you start giving us modular crafting like something from Fallout or something, you are literally gutting one of the core tenets and identity pieces of Destiny. I just, I don't think we can ever go to a crafting system for weapons. I just, I I think it is, it is unlikely and would potentially be very bad because it suddenly would not feel like Destiny. There is something dope about a weapon dropping and you're like, what is it? what's its name and it has a look and it has a feel and you would really really damage that element of the game's identity with with that with with going to crafting 
King Boxer. I don't think weapons need an armor 2.0 overhaul, but adding more perks into the columns and then bring D2 year one weapons and even some D1 weapon frames, uh, reskins, blah, blah, blah. This weapon loophole would explode and give us more things to chase. So I guess my question is what's more likely that they're working on this, but they don't think it's ready to talk about or it's not on the map. Luke made it sound like it's not on the map anytime soon. So, and they're thinking about it and discussing it. Uh, bad phrasing on that. I meant it as the build crafting system that could be as a build as we go thing in terms of weapon conversion. I mean, if you're thinking that they would go to a, a hybrid system like I described while also deleting all the year one weapons, you would have to replace all those year one weapons with something else. If you go through and just hack away at all those, like they would need to be replaced by something else whether in the direct activities that they come from or in the loot pools that they, you know, that they kind of exist in. Ravshock. I remember when they originally buffed pulse rifles back in Warmind. Would this be another kind? Would this be another buff of the same thing? Uh, is it even confirmed they're buffing pulse and scout rifles? Scouts are going to get buffed. Graviton Lance is getting a buff. Uh, One-Eyed Mask, Recluse, and Mountaintop are probably on the chopping block for a nerf. Um, and machine guns, rocket launchers, and auto rifles... Uh, and snipers and scouts are all likely to get some sort of a damage pass, some sort of an update in the sandbox. Yeah. Yep. Parasito. With upcoming nerfs and the discussion of the reload speed buffs and nerfs, how would this fit into with Lunifaction and Rally changes? Would the floor drop or the ceiling rise? Well, they're lowering the they're they're lowering the the ceiling a little bit on some on some potential builds, so other things can get close to that ceiling. But I don't think they're hitting those things as hard. I mean, there were people, I think Glad and some others, like, simulated the, new, the the upcoming system in a ribbon bake, and it was just, like, absurd. And they were simulating the need to, like, reload, and I think they bypassed it with the, the Hunter build that you can do to kind of, like, auto-reload. Um, it's still, it's still I, I don't think, going to be, like, the whole game changes. I don't think, I don't think endgame damage phases on bosses are going to be dramatically different. Will they be different? Sure. Are they going to be dramatically different? Is it going to look like a different game? No. 23 months from J2J squared. That's almost two years, dude. Welcome back. Bonus Rooster Jr. Lono, in your opinion, what's the perfect weapon system? I feel like the Borderlands is so close to the perfect system because I've dabbled with so much Borderlands. Destiny's weapon system seems boring and bland. That's in your opinion, and I think that you're, in in many respects, I think that you're wrong. Um, and again, that's your opinion. So can your opinion be wrong? I mean, I, here's the thing. Destiny's been praised consistently for the last five years for its incredible gunplay and gun design. So you're you're kind of you're kind of miss miss uh you're you're missing the mark here. I don't think you're hitting a bullseye with this opinion. I think you're just kind of like flailing because the gun system and the gun design has been praised, and in many respects, there aren't games that feel and look this good with respect to the guns and the gunplay. Now, what would be the best system? The one that I described a little bit ago, in addition to the fact that I want to say. The weapon system in Borderlands cannot be close to perfect and cannot be better than Destiny because it's completely and utterly different. There are guns that through shoot cheeseburgers. There are guns that talk to you and crawl around on the ground. It's not even the same game. Um, I just, 
I feel like you're trying to compare the dialogue of a comic book to like a Jane Austen novel. It just it's not fair. You could be like, well, they just they get to the action better in a comic book, and it's more whimsical, and it's 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 more accessible, and it's fun, and there's a whole lot more back and forth. You know, and a Jane Austen novel takes a really really long time to build, and and the character arcs and development take more time. Well, when you compare those two, you can't be like, yep, yeah, the dialogue's better in a comic book. It's like, well, the guns, the gun system, and the and the system's better in Borderlands. It's not. It, they're just so insanely different. Um, they're so insanely different. So, and again, they're not just different in their delivery. They're different in how they land in when you use them. In Borderlands, you're leveling up, and when you hit level 25, anything that you thought was dope at level 15 is gone and in the dustbin. You know? It's like, the way that you acquire and get rid of loot is just, is significantly different in Borderlands. So, it's like, if you think Borderlands is better, sweet man, knock yourself out. Like, it's a great game and a great franchise. It's one of my favorites, but... Bungie's guns are not meant to be gimmick, throwaway, silly, cheesy, and funny with a few standouts, which generally, if we're honest, Borderlands 2, that's kind of how it was. A bajillion guns, and like four of them matter. I mean, come on. (laughs) I could sit here and make legitimate, I could make pretty strong criticisms of Borderlands weapon system, especially in Borderlands 2. Great, you got a bazillion guns. Cool. It's most of it's trash. And there's like four guns that matter. I could brag and be like, "Come to my house. I'm going to feed you a 10-course meal. Steve's just going to bring out like, you know, a bag of chips and a pizza and a beer, but I'm going to bring out a 10-course meal." If 8 of the 10 courses are junk, like, "Here's two potato chips. Here's half of a Twinkie." And you're like, "Lono, this is a bunch of junk." Like, and then I bring out a steak. Okay, yeah, the steak's really awesome, but it, how long did it take me to get here? Like, you see what I'm saying? You could make legitimate criticisms of Borderlands' weapon system. It's like, junk, 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 not strong, not strong, haha, that's funny, oh, that's cute, dude, 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 dude. Ooh, this one's really strong. Now, Borderlands 3 could have gone in a, a better direction. Again, they listened to our concerns about radiation. I signaled that really, really quick. Radiation was going to pose a significant problem to endgame design and endgame, like, variety, because that's what Slag did in Borderlands 2, and they adjusted radiation to not be a debuff effect anymore. Um, so, didn't quite understand the Jane Austen analogy. Food analogy required, yeah. You're welcome. So, and here's the thing. I love Borderlands. I love it. And there's there's really, really good things, right? There's really, really good things about the Borderlands gun system, but you could never ham-fist that system into into Destiny. It would not work. What happens in Destiny is a gun lands in your lap, and there's something special about it. The way that it sounds, the way that it feels, it's, it's ADS speed, it's sight lines, it's reload animation. Something about the gun becomes really appealing to you, but it doesn't do what you want it to do or have the things you want it to have. And so there's a pursuit that is centered around this gun is hot, right? And then you go into Borderlands and that happens, but it's delivered in such a different way. You know, you just countered your point. You need all those guns because you throw away so many as you level. If you want to talk about endgame, uh, then sure, that's fair. You misunderstood my point completely, Jake Breaks. You completely misunderstood my point. 
in Borderlands 2, they toss a bazillion guns at you. Even when you're max level and you're no longer throwing away guns because they're too weak, when you play Borderlands 2 at level 72, OP8, okay? 95, 98% of the guns are junk and not worth using in the end game. And while you're leveling up, a lot of them are junk and not that good, and you toss them over your shoulder. So sure, you could argue, oh my gosh, look at how great, there's so many weapons here. Only a couple of them mattered. In Destiny, I would say, the opposite is true. There are tons of viable weapons in the endgame. There's like five or six different hand cannons, five or six different shotguns. There's a variety of heavy weapons you can use. There's all these different combinations. You guys have seen me run Cold Heart and Yoden and Spike Nades and, uh, and Pulse Rifles and hand cannons and all these different combinations. And in Borderlands 2, it was like the Slaga, the Grog Nozzle, and the Double Penetrating Unkept Herald, and you're done. The rest of the weapon system doesn't matter, unless you're going to run like a Sandhawk build with melee or something. It just, it's like, I, you could you could make, you could outline pros and cons to both systems. That's why I don't think you can say one system is arguably, you know, better than another. You know, there were, there, there were only a handful of guns that mattered in the endgame. And yeah, Borderlands did have an endgame. It was called the, the Digistruct Peak Grind. I mean, you were grinding for... Uh, pearlescence and legendaries and you could grind for good rolls on legendaries so I love both games I don't think you could take one system and take it over to the other if you tried to take destiny's weapon system and take it to borderlands it wouldn't work and vice versa evil the waffler you talked about rampage needs to go away but with the changes in shadow keep I think naturally it will be less effective because the enemies will be tougher to kill why, why do you think that? They haven't said that. Uh, so we won't easily stack and thus making other perks better. You're creating something that has never been stated and probably will not be true. The enemies will not be tougher to kill in Shadowkeep. Where did you read that? Now, when you go into content and you're too weak, sure, but that's the Delta doing that. That's not the enemies doing that. You will get to match and surpass the Delta of 950, which means... Rampage will do the same thing that it's that it's that it's doing now. Red bars are still going to be red bars at that point. So I, now that's why I think it's probably likely we're going to hear today that Rampage is either getting is either getting nerfed or I would be fine if it left. And I know people would people are going to hate me for saying that. They are going to hate me for saying that. But I think Rampage should just go away. It's dang, just get the frick out of the game. We don't, number one, we don't need it. Number two, it basically supersedes all perks. It supersedes all perks. It's too strong. People are like, man, Lono, you want Ikelos nerfed, and you want this nerfed, and you want that nerfed. You're really pro-nerf. No, I'm pro-variety. There's a giant difference. There is an enormous difference. What do you want to do 12 months from now? Have a different hand cannon that's outlaw rampage. Have another spike nade grenade launcher that you just through 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 unload from a Luna Faction's well of radiance. You want to do that nine months from now? Like really? Or do you want to have a gun with a completely different perk system that's got cool new you know effects on it and a, a different heavy weapon and you're using a different subclass and you're you're using a different this and a different that? Like come on, come on, you know. If listen, if you want to use Rampage 
for the rest of your life and you're happy to never put down your midnight coup or your Ikelos shotgun I'll do I'll do you a favor okay you can cling to all that stuff but then you can't you 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 can't come get any of the new guns that I'm gonna start using you gotta you you get the unnerfed versions of all those things but I'm gonna get all the new stuff <laughs> flying mangoes how many perks would you like to see in Shadowkeep? Maybe one to two per weapon type? I, yeah, I don't really create laundry lists like this. You know, I don't I don't get super demanding. I do like to see new perks landing on all the different archetypes, though. Um, I do. I think it's I think it's always exciting to be like, ooh, a hand cannon can get what now? Ooh, what's that? How does that work? I think that's fun. One, you know, one or two perks. And not just more things like Disruption Break that seems to not really do much for you. It needs to be something that's impactful. Maverick 8. Do you think auto-loading holster will be meta now that we can't infinitely reload? No, I think field prep will be more meta than auto-loading holster. Diesel. What static rolls would have been better if all rolls were god roll? Wait. Would static rolls have been better if all rolls were god roll or had great synergy? No. This is, this is a, an incredibly boring system. If all rolls are god rolls then what you have to do is longevity comes from being withholding. So it's like, hey, this Nightfall weapon, when you get it, it's out of the box, a god roll. If the only way the Warden's Law landed in the game was Feeding Frenzy, Rampage, Accurize Rounds, and Arranged Masterwork, no, it would not have Zen Moment, whoever the frick did that to the curated lo- ro- roll, right? And that's what it would have. Feeding Frenzy, Rampage, Accurize Rounds, and Range. Okay? That's the only way the Warden's Law lands. Well, the only way you're going to get longevity out of that content then is with an abysmally low drop rate, which is not fun, it's exhausting, it's irritating, and by the time you get the weapon, you're just sick. You're like, I'm done. It's binary. It's 50, 20, 30, however many strikes of zero, 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 zero. It's like getting punched. Zero, zero, zero. And then finally, I finally got it. What the freak? That's boring. That sucks. Yay! But it's a god roll, Lono! No! Like, Ikelos grind was like, as soon as you had it, you had zero desire to run Escalation Protocol. Hey man, I haven't got mine yet, bro. You wanna come run Escalation Protocol? And you're like, nah. Not really. I got my EP shotgun. I'm good. I'm good. But if your version of the EP shoddy would have been close to God Roll or trash or mediocre and your buddy's like, dude, I'm going for the God Roll this weekend, you would probably have been more likely to go play with your bud. I just, this is is not a solution. This right here is just describing Ikela's shotgun and that grind was just so, you either get it or you don't, boredom. And then once you got it, that content becomes, it is dead to you. Well, but Lono, with the grind and random rolls, eventually you get a god roll and then it's dead to you anyway. Sure, but the journey probably takes longer and is more enjoyable and you're more likely to keep playing for your buddy. Because it's unlikely when you finally get the gun to drop that it's going to be a god roll out of the gate. You're both along the way getting decent versions of the gun, probably, if the drop rate is healthy. Again, this is why having tons of perk diversity and generosity is a huge win for everybody. Because it would take you a long time to get the absolute perfect roll, and the whole time that you're playing, you'd be getting drops, triggering that, that, that dopamine injection in your brain, and then you'd be really, really wanting to keep playing and wanting to keep chasing. Um, so I, I think 
this is this is where this is where they've just they've really missed the mark with some of the implementation of roll roll chasing. The, the the level of generosity and intentionality is all over the freaking place. And then you got old binary content that's static roll. Easy E. What does your vault look like weapon wise today? I have so many theoretical god rolls that I keep because of reasons I really don't know. I went through and deleted a bunch of stuff yesterday and I only saved stuff that already is a good roll or potential god rolls on some scouts and stuff and auto rifles. Um, but for the most part, there, there, there are a bunch of great stuff in there already and I got rid of almost all of the duplicates. Um, so. Rav Shock. Would armor-piercing rounds be able to compete with Rampage as well as if there were exotics like Warlock to create Firefly with any primary would that be good perk to just have on a primary I mean you gotta get creative right like amplified armor piercing rounds you know what I'm saying do amplified armor piercing rounds and if you can land enough crits in a row then you could get like a nice damage buff on the remainder of the clip and that would go really well on something like a scout or an, an auto rifle that could potentially be better than rampage because then each individual clip has the potential to maybe hit a higher ceiling of damage if used properly, which would then let it be like maybe a little bit stronger on majors than your traditional Rampage Outlaw hand cannon. Because you'd be able to just like, you'd be able to say sort of like a, you know, I'm going to use an auto rifle or a pulse. I'm just going to intentionally here just sit here and blip, 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 blip. And I'm going to really, really charge this thing up with amplified armor piercing rounds like the faster in succession the, the, the hits land or something. So it would be more spray and play. Like you wouldn't be going for crits. You know, as long as the rounds are hitting armor, it's getting that amplified damage for the rest of the clip. And it would need to be noticeable, not like whatever it was. What was it called? Half gla- glass, half full. And whatever you have now, like high impact reserves. Those perks are not good. It would need to be severely noticeable. You would need to be able to turn, like, the last half of your mag into, like, a Rampage 4 or something. And again, if you make it too strong or too easy to use, then it becomes absurd. Like, you don't have to do anything special to proc Rampage. You just have to get kills. I I don't know. They might update Rampage to basically be like, Rampage is only going to stack up to two. Uh, we've shortened the damage and the timer. And Rampage only procs on outlaw kills now or something like that or, or crit kills. I don't know. Something like that. Like, limit limit the universality of it or something. That's why I tell people all the time, the reason I love my Warden's Law is that every single shot is buffed, basically. I get one kill, and I'm good to go. I got Feeding Frenzy and Rampage. I'm almost always buffed in some way. I'm either going to reload fast, or I'm hitting you with truck rounds. Just 110, Rampage, bam, 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 reload, bam, bam. There's just something saucy about that. It's just so universal. Shank, Dreg, you know, Thrall, doesn't matter. Every I need one shot, and then I'm in the lane. Every shot's getting a buff. People are like, Warden's Law, Warden's Law. Like, that's why I love it, though. I'm, it's There's a thoughtlessness to it. Feeding Frenzy, yeah, it doesn't matter if there's a shank. doesn't matter if I miss the headshot. No worries. And that, and that, and that fast reload is just keeping me in that lane of, of, of damage. And Rampage spec is always keeping me in the lane of Rampage times three. 110s are getting a buff. I mean, if they buff 110s, holy frick. Warden's Law is going to become a god. It already is a great weapon. I think it's awesome. Um, so shanks and dregs are a one shot with any hand cannon. 
Right, but listen to what I'm saying. With Feeding Frenzy, I'm always buffed. It's not Outlaw. With Feeding Frenzy, I am always buffed. Always. I'm always in the best possible context for maintaining Rampage with Feeding Frenzy. It's thoughtless. I'm hip-firing my wardens half the time when people get close, you know? (laughs) It's like... Drop mags better than Feeding Frenzy? (laughs) No. 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 Stop. No! That's not even remotely true. Listen, 90% of the time, 90% of the time you're reloading your gun, you just recently got a kill, making Feeding Frenzy the god-tier reload perk in the entire game. Like, 90 to 95% of the time, you're reloading your gun. You have just recently killed something. Drop mag, you're losing bullets. Like, I don't know. Feeding Frenzy is the god-tier perk. You're always buffed! Like, I don't know. Use Feeding Frenzy for a while. Do it. Get it going with Feeding Frenzy and use it for like a week and then switch to something with Outlaw or Drop Mag. And I'm telling you, you'll see what I'm talking about. There is just... There is... There is... Hey, there is something... There is something real nice about Feeding Frenzy. And until you taste it and seen uh, that the perk is good... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Feeding Frenzy is why Recluse is so silly. I agree, Rapid Hit is better. Oh, you're out of your mind. Alright, we're moving on, because I don't want to give math its its day in this fight and, and, and make you feel like you're wrong, but you are. Uh, Bumble17, <laughs> you've spoken in the past a lot about legendary trace rifles. Isn't that isn't the problem that if you take some of the current perks, uh, looking at you, Rampage, and you add them to trace rifles, it would render the exotics irrelevant? Well, I mean, homie, you, you would then, you would create, uh, here, 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 this is a this is a good question. Legendary trace rifles would be the perfect opportunity to really dig into elemental perks. Not I don't want rampage on a trace rifle. I want I don't know sustained damage applying a burn or some chain lightning or napalm on the ground or you know blind or suppression or you know I don't know. I don't need rampage on a trace rifle. I wouldn't want it. I'm I'm literally shooting a Ghostbusters gun. We I don't want a rampage. No, I it. it I just I want, I want rampage to go away. <laughs> I want rampage to go away. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm gonna get so much hate. I'm gonna get a lot of hate on these videos in the comments because people look. Oh, here he comes again, Mr. Nerf. You know, take away our rampage. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, I don't like it. I'm sick of it. Mick Cheshire will stop using it. Oh, shut the frick up. Mick Cheshire. Hey, Lono, from your discussion about making elemental primaries more interesting, do you think that Bungie are waiting for a more robust engine or improved technology before making sweeping changes to arguably the game's largest appeal? Um, you know, I don't, uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's a progression. I think we're, this is, this is phase two. Okay. If Forsaken was phase one, and phase one was basically like a, okay, paddles, all right, hopefully we can get this back up, clear, kabunk, like, that was phase one, can we bring this back from the brink, and they did, phase two, okay, 
This is this is the physical rehabilitation time for the game. Can we give this game some legs? Armor 2.0. Oh, we can. Awesome. Okay. Now that we're walking, now let's try to uh, let's try to jog. So armor, you know, 2.0 helps us start to kind of walk. Game's got legs. Game's got investment pads. And then jogging or light running would be upgrading the weapons, sweeping changes to the weapons. Like it's this. This is a phase. This phase one, phase two, phase three. Like this is a. This is a, a process. This is a journey that the game is going on. So that's why sometimes I'm very quick to dismiss suggestions because you got to zoom way out and see what they're trying to do. You get down in here and like the very specifics about certain things and certain, oh, I wish they did this. I wish they would do that. It's like, bro, we're like, they got a long way to go with certain things. And this, this is one, this is one step in that journey. We got to stop in this town and, you know, on our journey here across the country. And we got to really visit armor 2.0. Um, E-Rock with the three-month sub, welcome back. That's a blue badge. Ed to the word. Why do you feel like raids should be the only place pinnacle or powerful weapons should come from? I've uh, I've never said that. I would love to grind PvP for a powerful weapon like uh, Not Forgotten without the community crying for nerfs because they can't get them. Where's the chase for PvP? Um, let's see. Where is the chase for PvP? It's going to be really hard. Luna's Not Forgotten, Mountaintop, Recluse. Is that not enough? Um, I don't. What are you talking about? The best weapons in the game come from the grind in PvP. Like, what what game are you playing, bro? Like, what the frick? <laughs> Redrix Revoker. Like, you've got some of the best gun grinds, some of the best guns to grind for. What are you? What are you? Ta- what are you smoking? Like, the guns and the raids up to this point are embarrassing. It's like. <laughs> Oh, but I got this gun from this raid in walks the recluse. <laughs> what? You're a joke. Like, oh, but I got this power weapon in walks the mountaintop. <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Oh, but I got my my anarchy and my 1k voices and in walks a wendigo or a spike swarm. Like, yeah, we're as good as you and we weren't in a raid. Come on, man. Raid weapons have been a joke. I've never said that the raid should be the only place for pinnacle. But it should be a place. It should be a place where there's pinnacle and powerful gear. What are you talking about? Like, I've never said it should be the only place. But it's one of the... It's honestly backwards. It's one of the only places in the game that doesn't have pinnacle powerful gear. It makes no sense. Where'd you get that? Oh, the Wendigo? Grinding strikes. Oh, where'd you get that that breakneck? Oh, grinding gambit. Oh, where'd you get that... That mountaintop and that recluse. Oh, granite crucible. Oh, wow. These guns are all really, really strong. It's it's like the one place where there is nothing powerful and pinnacle. 1K and anarchy, sure, but those are exotic power weapons. They should be god tier. Like, that's, that's their nature, you know? Breakneck is bad? No, it's not. It's a, it's a perfectly great weapon. It's good. It's not trash. The breakneck is a, it's a solid weapon. You're not going to take it into PvP, but the breakneck is a is a perfectly viable solid weapon for virtually all content. What are you doing with the breakneck? You're killing trash ads. Are you really struggling to kill trash ads with the breakneck? Is it hard? No, it gets the job done. Are you crazy? It's great. It gets the job done. I'll stand next to you in Reckoning Tier 3 with a breakneck, and you can use your Recluse, and the TTK and efficiency of your weapon and my weapon is negligible. 
We're both mowing down enemies super fast. Now, yes, you could start to kill some of the majors in that opening area a little bit faster than me once it's up and running. Sure, it gets to leave its lane. But that's not a fair comparison then. Like, the recluse is literally becoming like a mid-tier weapon. Tier 1 weapons are good at trash ads, and mid-tier weapons are supposed to be good at, like, mid-tier enemies. So, like, shotguns and trace rifles and fusion rifles are designed to be good for shield popping and killing majors. And the recluse gets to, like, hop out of the primary lane and, and start wrecking majors and shielded enemies. Right? But... The ground level, 90% of the time you're using a primary, the breakneck does exactly what it's supposed to do. You're not like, oh my gosh, the breakneck's just trash, it's so mediocre. It gets the job done, it's perfectly fine. Its efficiency is right inside the lane. Imagine, imagine like, it's like a Venn diagram spectrum, okay? And way over here is like the recluse. And then in the middle, like there's like really really strong primaries and then there's like really really weak primaries and right in the middle of the Venn diagram where there's all this overlap there is just plenty of completely fine viable good primary weapons and the re- and and the breakneck's like close to being up in the front with all the good weapons like it does it does the job you're just you're just killing trash ads with it you know Honestly, you could probably, you could honestly probably go into a lot of the content with things like even like a misfit and an ether doctor. And you, as long as it has a good role, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, this is so weak. They, they get the job done. Trash ads aren't that hard to kill most of the time. Now, most of the time, like with a half Dan, you got to like get the damage perk procced and going. And then the half Dan's really, really good. But most of the time, the difference in like how fast you're killing trash ads and how fast I'm killing trash ads is negligible. It's it's milliseconds of efficiency. So I think the misfits fun too. I like it. Thank you, First Blood, for 30 months. Welcome back. Uh, then I thank Slim Sinatra for four months. Welcome back. Fet. Pertaining to upgrading perks on the weapons, I don't know how familiar you are with Monster Hunter World a little bit, but with a system where you are upgrading charms. Uh, to people more potent and gain levels. If you're familiar with the system, is that what you're talking about leveling perks on the guns in Destiny? Mine would be a little bit more like... Mine would be a little bit more like what you did with Sleight of Hand in the one Call of Duty where there was like Sleight of Hand and then there was like Sleight of Hand Pro and it was an upgraded version of Sleight of Hand. It'd be more like that. There'd be three tiers of every perk. You know... Uh, Killer Cam Cam with five months. Thank you so much. I think you misspelled jiggling. You spelled giggling. I, I think you meant to say jiggling boobs, and you typed giggling, which is equally funny. Uh, Hunt ninety seven gifted us up the hex nerve hex and nerva. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. We got Borderlands emotes, and you get um, you can add free viewing on the channel as a sub. So enjoy that. Yeah, tier. I think tier one, tier two, tier three works. You would literally have like a little number in the bubble. You would, you would literally have a little number in the bubble. You'd go to your Warden's Law, and like, in this bubble, honestly, you could even make it four tiers to make it nice and succinct. And there could be four dots in the bubble that light up, and then once it's fully lit up, it gets like a, a yellow ring around it, kind of like Masterwork. It gets a yellow ring to be like, all the way to tier four. You took it all the way up to tier four. Or it could be tier one, two, and three, and then the fourth tier could be, you Masterwork the perk. 
you masterwork it, bing, and then it's yellow. And so the, the feeding frenzy would get faster each time. And then once it's masterworked, it opens up a mod slot right here. And now I can put a mod, there's like a handful of mods that can affect reload perks. Like, chance to overload the mag. They, they need to be low level. They need to be low level mods. Nothing spectacular, just something fun, something a little extra spicy. You know, five months from uh, Robbie Fairbs. Thank you so much. That's, that's what I would do to the weapon system. That still retains chasing random rolls by adding, but also by adding it, it, you know, it adds investment. Slayer X, with the shift to making Destiny more RPG based, do you believe it's too late to introduce classic debuffs along with elemental damage to the weapons? Things such as poison, slow, blind. No, I don't think it's too late to do that at all. Uh, Keys, should all pinnacle perks be added to certain archetype weapons as a possible role in the current weapon pool? You gotta be careful. I would love Desperado to come to the the pulse rifle pool, but you can't start taking Magnificent Howl and throwing it into the hand cannon pool. That gets really messy. Hot and Rain, uh, so what about leaning towards more dot hot hot? I know what dot is. I don't know what hot is. Damage over time. Oh, healing over time, probably. Meta with the elements or a critical multiplayer on the frame. Right, more elemental damage. Uh, of Avecope. How would you handle random rolls in raids? I feel like the hassle of getting a group together and running makes the more hurdles in the grind. Uh, curated roll should be the god roll. It should drop the thing every time, probably. And let me run it more than three times a week for non-powerful drops. If I want to grind the frick out of the raid and go for, you know, a god roll on some hand cannon, let me do it. Like, this is the best thing I can say about raids, and I said it the other day, and I after I said it, I feel like this is the best point I can make about raids. People are going to stop raiding no matter what you do. Do you want them to stop three or four weeks into the season because they're burned out at the lack of drops and the lack of grind? You can't rerun it. Or do you want them to stop three to four weeks in because they grinded the frick out of it, found it really satisfying, and got a bunch of gear that they wanted? Which do you think is better? I think the answer is painfully obvious. Vendetta. Hey, Lona, what do you think about the idea of instead of reworking the entire weapon system, a rework of the masterwork mechanics, like an XP kind of system that would increase the weapon stats or perks as you described? I know the two concepts are not mutually exclusive, but just feel like one is more priority than the other. The masterwork system as it is feels kind of stale. I just outlined like basically masterworking perks. So yeah, I agree. I think it could it could be more evolved than it presently is. Uh, Ave Cope. Hey, Lono, how would you handle random rolls for weapons on the raids? Already answered that question. Coordinator, I was watching a kind of funny interview with Luke Smith, and he mentions that the, the new raid lead, and it was one of the guys who built Vogue with Luke. What do you think this means for raid mechanics going forward? I think we're going back to the promised land. Get the freaking revive tokens and the reeve timer, revive timer the, the heck out of the raids. Get them out of there, right? I don't have anything against Joe Blackburn, but I think he's one of the, re- the, the reasons we have it, and he's one of the ones who dug his heels on it. Um, his name's Joe Garoth for a reason. He was probably part of the Golgoroth design team, and they basically took the soft enrage or the enrage from the totem. If too many people die, the totem kills you in Golgoroth. And he was like, that's a brilliant idea. Let's put that everywhere. So there's a soft enrage timer kill the team thing in every encounter in all the raids, and I think it is terrible. And I really hope if the new raid lead is one of the guys who worked on Vogue, he says, nope, we're scrapping that. It's awful. Get it out of here. 
Like, we're not doing that. And they start coming up with mechanics, saucy fights, clutchable moments. I will be very, very excited. And then do one better. Please, if he's one of the guys that worked on Vogue, bring back the idea and the mythology and the pursuit of something as good as a fate bringer or a Vex Mythoclast or a Vision of Confluence. Please. Like, we need weapons to matter. I'll deal with your token system. I'll deal with that. I'll deal with non-clutchable, non-hero moment fights. That's fine. If the weapons are worth it. If you give me both, I will just dance a happy dance. I want to go back to the days of Wrath. I want to go back to the days of Age of Triumph where the loot felt worth it and the engagements were fun and could be clutched. I just... I don't know. You will you will never, I mean never, convince me the token system was good for raids and that the wipe timer is good for raids. It is terrible. It is terrible. And it's easy for me to make my point. Take that system and take it into Vogue, Crota, King's Fall, and Wrath. And you know instantly there is a value experiential degradation the minute you take that system and you put it in old raids. Why? Because it's bad and it doesn't belong in the game. So, people defended it. People got real like, you know, oh, it's fine, there's still hero moments. No, completely and utterly false. It's just not true. It's not a good system. I'll never be convinced otherwise. I can concede points. I hear out other sides of the argument. I try to like, I try to consider things from all points. I'm telling you, it, it's, it's bad. It isn't good. And I think the only evolution we could take from it is in normal, you can revive everybody, you know, one time. And if you get revived, you still keep to get, get to keep your token. And then in hard, you lose your token if you get revived. Limiting revives is fine. It's honestly the timer. It's honestly the timer. Sasquatch. Why wouldn't Weapons 2.0 revolve around applying attachments like preferred scopes, mags, things a lot of players settle for, complementary, secondary to the main chase? I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with being able to pick the uh, the scopes and the barrels. That would that wouldn't bother me. That wouldn't bother me. I don't want people to be able to pick perks because that's what we're doing in the, on the on the rate on the armor 2.0 where you're picking the perks. Dr. Cleveland, do you still believe we will hear something about weapons near Borderlands? I already answered your question earlier because I saw it in chat and just wanted to answer it. Lord of Time, with these nerfs, how much longer will it take to kill bosses compared to right now? No idea, bro. Like, we're not in fights. How would I know that? Z-Speed, I know you say you want to go back to D1 primary, secondary, and heavy. Would you be against a toggle to allow us to switch from kinetic to energy? Adding an element to a better devils or making a Valakid in kinetic? This is fine, but this is more complicated because then, like, what happens when you do that? Like, And again, if there's not perks to support it, like, you know, I make my better devil's arc, but why? Just to pop shields, you know, in a rainbow burn environment? There's no rainbow burn, but it'd be nice if there was. You know? I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. It sounds more complicated. Primary, secondary, and heavy. Apply a random element to all guns, and then that's that gun's element. And then build perks around it. If a Warden's Law always drops Arc, you can add cool, unique perks to it. You can add cool, unique perks to the curated role, you know? Toshibo. If rocket launchers get two rockets in the mag, how would you buff the two-tailed fox so the exotic still has a unique perk? It shoots two elements. What you talking about? It shoots two perks. I mean, it shoots two burns. That's, I mean, I know you'd be like, but there's two in the mag. Yeah, and it goes thump thump. Reload. Thump thump. This would be fire fire reload 
it's it, it it would not suddenly make two tail you know and I mean is two tail even that great? I think it is in some respects, but it still would be uh, it still would be fine. Warfin, do you think they will remove Bloom on console weapon versions? Do you think it would make it easier to balance things? I don't think they're going to do anything with Bloom right now. Maybe, maybe we're going to get an update today, but I don't know if they're going to take a big swing at that just right now. Uh, do you think it would be a good idea to introduce a key system like they had in D1 to get strike loot? Skeleton key, I mean, I would rather give Zavala bounties, and those bounties can be completed in the playlist so you stay in the playlist. The skeleton key system was still disruptive, because you would grind for keys and then leave the playlist and go open the chests, right? Uh, thank you, Powerhouse, for the, uh, for the host. You would, you see what I'm saying? You would leave the playlist to go use the keys, I would rather get a bounty from Zavala that's like Ada's bounty, like it fills up and you get and you get the gun. I would rather do that so that you just stay in the playlist. That's kind of how a strike playlist should work. And maybe the bounty starts to complete faster after five or six strikes. You just stay in there and you just keep completing the bounty. It spits out a weapon like the chalice. You don't have to go back to the tower. That's what I think they should do with the strike playlist. Uh, Lucky Assassin, what do you think? The repercussions would be if they made default loadouts that players had to choose for PvP, people would hate it. Simple as that. People would hate it. Curated loadouts is not the answer. It would be a... Nobody would like it. Why am I going to grind for awesome weapons and awesome builds and then not get to use them? First Blood. What D2 storyline that was left open would you like to see continued beyond Shadowkeep? Triangle Ships probably would be the easiest one to pick. Jinx. What if you can get a weapon uh, framed like Armor 2.0 but you grind for the weapon perks. Sorry if this has been asked. Nope, that's still weapon crafting. You're just you're just moving. You're just calling it something else. You're not sneaking that one past me. We don't want weapon crafting. No, you want to chase the god roll, not get the gun and then grind for the perk that you want. That's not. That's still weapon crafting. You're just moving the goalposts. Uh, Clay Tongs, do you believe that swords and linear fusions uh, were a failed weapon type? The exotics are a bit gimmicky, but that's their personality. Do you believe that making legendary versions of the kill weapon type consider trace rifles? I don't think they're gimmicky if you include D1, because Sleeper's not a gimmick. Don't you dare talk about my baby like that. No, that is not a gimmick. That's a god killer. Uh, Raze Lighter and Dark Drinker were unbelievable. Black Talon's pretty fun, and World Line Zero's pretty fun. But, but ultimately, they are failed weapon types. Linear fusions are basically snipers, so they should be energy weapons, and then help them help them a little bit, help snipers a little bit. Swords should be special weapons. They're they're gut busters, you know. They're major busters. They don't they don't they're not damage. They're not they're not boss killers. They're not they're not built up for that. Um, so yeah, Toshibo. With a leak of the raid mods, the players get a benefit from doing the redacted mechanics. Thank you, Toshibo, for respecting people's wish to go in blind. Do you think that the roaming super like Arc Strider, Storm Dance, and Burning Maul have a place in the raid? Knowing what we do about the raid mods, I don't think I think you're jumping a lot of logical steps to conclude this. We'd have to know the instances, the fights, the ad flow, the layout of the room. Um, so I can't really answer you. Jet Boy. If and when we get new weapon perks, what special features would these perks need to have to redefine a god roll? If range, reload, and damage are all such influential stats. I've already outlined this. Elemental perks that are that are that are maintaining that ceiling of efficiency. Eve of the Waffler. Off topic, why did Bungie give us new void rocket instead of 
Galley. That, that's not a question I can answer. Uh, Star Motion. Hi, I was disappointed with the Taraba. Do you think it needs a buff? If yes, how would you buff it? I've not used it. I've not gotten one. It needs a buff. I don't know what kind. Dark Armed Games. What do you think about year three giving best of year two Ingrams? Doesn't bother me. The vanity store needs to be just that, a store. And they're giving you stuff through the through the pass, through the season pass that looks awesome. You just play and you get it from XP. Uh, you said earlier that the Crucible had plenty of things to grind for, but my question is, what is there to grind for at Legend? If you got Unbroken last season, you have no reason to grind high comp. Would Destiny benefit from more high skill Crucible loot? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I think what you're asking for is trials. I don't think you can have like this ever, ever present grind. You know, you're all the way on Mount Everest and you're still grinding for stuff. I think you're basically asking for trials, which hopefully that comes back. They're putting 3v3 Elim in Crucible Labs, and I believe that's why they want to bring it back, and that's their testing ground for it. Odious Ragnus. On PvP, do you think if Bungie made PvP games more customizable like Halo's PvP, more people would actually enjoy going into Crucible? No. Crucible captures a, a, a healthy player base and being able to customize game modes wouldn't change anything. Um, now, it might allow people to come up with their own like their own tournaments and stuff like they kind of already do with private matches and stuff, but I don't know if if, if you look at the gamut of um, if you look at the gamut of how PvP has been treated for the last five years, I don't think you can ever be like, well, do you think this would fix it? Do you think this would fix it? Do you think this would fix it? No, I don't think anything would quote-unquote fix Crucible. I think Crucible is always going to be a swinging pendulum of experience, and the goal that Bungie should have is that the pendulum swings are smaller. The goal is to have smaller pendulum swings instead of like, oh my gosh, everyone's using this and woof, and then, oh my gosh, everyone's using this and then woof. Like, if the pendulum swings are smaller, um, that's probably what they're shooting for. I don't know if you can be like, oh, give us Halo Forge, give us, you know, custom games. Would that save Crucible? I don't know. Why would it? What What is that going to do? How many people are really going to clamor to interact with that? Most people just want to... I, I, I have a, a pretty strong feeling that most of the people that engage with Crucible kick their feet up, hold the controller, go into quick play, and they just run around with their favorite weapon and their favorite super, and they just want to kill stuff. Like, that's it. That's it. That's a significant portion of your player base. That's why dead rifles, dead rifles, you know, pulse rifles are so popular. Because they just get the job done. You can load up, get some kills with your pulse rifle, you know, and then you get your super. I don't, I don't know if you, if you appeal too much to this hardcore tournament minded, custom game minded player, is that gonna, you know, do you think a bunch of people, that would, that more people would actually going into crucible? Well, I mean, the the percentage of people that want to engage with like that stuff, they sure, but like I think the garden variety crucible player isn't going to give a frick about any of that. I just don't think so. Um, even trials engagement kind of proves this point. The most hailed, most popular end game pinnacle version of Destiny's PvP was always engaged with like less than the rest of the game it it was always the smaller portion that doesn't mean trials was bad or or doesn't need to be engaged with but like that's just what you're dealing with you're dealing with a a slice of the community so I don't don't know if you want to say oh man we got to start adding all these things I think mission one is to make tweaks like they're making 
okay, supers and, and, and heavy weapons are ridiculous. How can we lower their rhythmic presence? You know, how can we do that? And that's what they're trying to do. Okay, now that those are in check, are there any runaway weapons that need dealt with? Well, Mountaintop and Recluse are probably going to get addressed. You know, it's just, that would be, that would be my thought, is that you're, you're going to make these smaller pivots and smaller changes instead of, this is almost, this almost feels like window dressing as a suggestion. So, that's going to be the final question. If you're here live right now, we're going to keep talking and discussing. I'm not going to jump games just yet. We're going to keep discussing. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in live, twitch.tv slash Rage. And if you're here live right now, click follow. That's a free and easy way to help me out. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.